Welcome to Under the Hood Podcast. In this podcast, we pop the hood and give you an inside look at the hows and whys of our ministry here at Cornerstone Church. I'm Michael Knave, your host. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad you've joined me today as we again take a look under the hood at all things Cornerstone. Today, it's just me sitting across the room from Parker on controls and on the docket for today is a phrase that has become quite possibly my favorite phrase at Cornerstone. Now, most importantly, we would have to say helping people follow Jesus like that defines our mission tied to the Great Commission, like everything we do is about helping people follow Jesus, or you could say we exist to make disciples of Jesus. So that has to be most important, but I'm telling you, my favorite just might be this one. God welcomes us just as we are and loves us too much to leave us there. It is a phrase I have been saying more frequently in recent days. You may have noticed that. It is a phrase that I want to dive into fully today and explain why it has become quite possibly my favorite cornerstone phrase and such a defining phrase for our ministry. So let's get at it. God welcomes us just as we are and loves us too much to leave us there. Number one, it beautifully represents our experience of the gospel. And number two, it protects us from two ditches that Christians, and what we're going to talk about today is how churches fall into those ditches. So first and most important, God welcomes us just as we are clearly articulates our experience of the gospel. Jesus' cross-stretched arms welcomes you, no matter where you have been, no matter what you have done. When we experience the gospel, it is coming to a place where we realize, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. Conviction of sin, Separation, our sense of separation from God is prerequisite for experiencing the gospel. To repent is when you come to the end of yourself, your efforts, all of those things you tried to do to fix yourself and come running into the arms of Jesus. You you likely know that Jesus was accused of being a friend of sinners. Like when you read the gospels, there he is welcoming the despised. Like it is quite remarkable. He welcomed the sick, think leprosy, the sketchy, think person caught in adultery, traitors, those despised tax collectors. Jesus said, I came for the sick and he proved it over and over And over again. So God welcomes us just as we are, represents the gospel in such a beautiful way where we recognize, hey, I have to come to the end of myself before I can discover I am a sinner in need of a Savior. But then the the second part, and loves us too much to leave us there. As much as we see Jesus meeting people right there where they were in their mess, Jesus brings transformation. In in Christ, we're given a new heart, a new spirit, a new identity, new holiness, a new path, a new eternity. It is unconscionable. Like, it doesn't even make sense 
to perceive the gospel in such a way where it would say, yeah, God welcomes us and leaves us right there. Like, we stay the same. No, uh, to have a view of the gospel that's kind of a, a do-over, a mulligan? No, if, if God gave us a start over, we would just mess it up again. God loves us too much to leave us there is a bold declaration of transformation. So God welcomes us just as we are and loves us too much to leave us there is a beautiful representation of our experience of the gospel. So it's almost impossible to say that phrase too much because it reminds us all of what we experience because of Jesus. His open arms and transformation in our lives. Now, secondly, I want to talk about how this phrase helps us as a church avoid two of the ditches that churches have and are falling into. So so ditch number one, and this is a little bit old school, like this is more the church uh, in the era that I grew up in many years ago. Uh, And ditch number one is get your life straightened out. Like if you're really serious about a relationship with God, you will stop doing what you are doing. If you're addicted, stop being addicted. You know, in, in, in the church world, it used to be, hey, get your life cleaned up. Stop doing that stuff. Start looking more like us. And we have to say, wait, wait a minute. If we tell people they need to fix themselves, it will never happen. Like we can't stand on this side of grace in new life in in freedom and in transformation and point our fingers at others and say, get your life straightened up, get some church clothes on, look like us, then you'll be welcome here. No, no way. Now, again, that this is kind of the old school approach, uh, maybe small town uh, church where somebody walked in and everybody in knew their past, knew what they did back in the day or just the other day. And that little small minded church would start whispering, but 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 it can still happen today. We, we can still see somebody walk into a church and, and we get paralyzed by what we know that they did or who they are. And in 2 Corinthians 5, we see the Apostle Paul saying, we no longer regard anyone according to the flesh. We are so prone to seeing people uh, as we have seen them in their sin or in their past. And because we know in Christ, Old things are passed away. We refuse to see people in their flesh, see them in their past. And so they, no matter what their past has been, no matter where they were last night, they are one transformation away from new heart, new life, new spirit, new path, new eternity. God welcomes us just as we are. So yes, Jesus told people to stop sinning, but it was after they experienced grace Being welcomed by Jesus transforms our lives and sets us on a new path. So we must be really careful to avoid that kind of old school ditch of get your life straightened out, get your church clothes on, start looking a little bit more like us so we're a little more comfortable having you in the building. We must avoid that ditch. Ditch number two. I would describe this one as, if you love me, you will accept me just the way I am. And and this has become the new norm. Uh, Love 
equals acceptance. If you love me, you will accept me. Jesus welcomed all. He was in that way a friend of sinners, no question. But here's what we know about real friends, that they tell you the truth. Some will tell you what you want to hear. They will flatter you or avoid hard conversations, but your friends, like your really trusted friends, they love you and they speak truth to you. They'll they'll tell you when something's off. They'll tell you when something's not right. Not once did Jesus defend sickness or brokenness or sin. He, He offered healing, restoration, freedom from that sin. Yes, God is love. And that love compelled him to come and offer salvation to us. Jesus stretching out his arms on the cross. Churches today are making a grave error in saying that God accepts you just as you are. God welcomes you as you are and loves you too much to leave you there. So those are the ditches. Let's get real practical like really practical. How how does this phrase play out at Cornerstone? So first part, God welcomes us just as we are. That means everyone is welcome at Cornerstone. Please remember that regardless of what they did back in the day or just last night. When you bring your friend or when you see someone here and you know what they've done, who they've been with, how long they've been away, you know, they are welcome here no matter what. They can sneak in and sit on the back row. They, they can sneak in just to check it out um, better. Invite them and then go sit with them on the back row. Uh, some people are still really intimidated to walk into a church, even a church that's an old Walmart building. I, I had a man just just a couple months ago use the phrase that the roof of the church might fall in on him. That was his first time in the building. There, there are some who still feel like the judgment of God is going to fall on them if they are so hypocritical to walk into a church knowing what they know about their past or their current life. And we have an incredible opportunity to say, no, you are welcome here. Yeah, that's not being hypocritical at all to be aware of your sin and come and view Jesus. So often, and this is really important for us to remember, often those who are just about ready to encounter salvation in Jesus look the messiest. I've used that metaphor of red apple, green apple. Uh, those who are most ready to hear the gospel are, 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 are red apples. And a prerequisite to experiencing salvation through Jesus is coming to the end of yourselves. And it is often the mess that people find themselves in that brings them to the end of themselves. So don't forget Romans 2. It is his kindness that brings us to repentance. Oftentimes, People are experiencing God's kindness in their brokenness as he is bringing them to realize that they can't do it. They can't fix it. They are a sinner in need of a Savior. Recently, I've I've sensed the Spirit of God 
speaking a, a phrase, it just keeps coming up uh, in, in meetings, in conversations, in prayer. I, I keep sensing the Spirit of God anointing a phrase, come and see. Like when, when you invite someone to come and worship with us, uh, you, you may have somebody who says, well, I don't believe what you believe. And I would encourage you to say something like, hey, that's okay. Just come and see. Or you invite someone to, to come worship with us and, and they say, oh, there, 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 there's a bunch of hypocrites in your church. And I would encourage you to say, come and see. Or somebody says, well, I heard this thing about your church. Come and see. You see, we don't need people to agree with us completely to come and check out the claims of Jesus. If they're willing to give a listen to what Jesus claimed he was, uh, to the teachings of Scripture, they are welcome here because God welcomes us just the way we are. And he loves us too much to leave us there. So practically, how does that play out? Loves us too much to leave us there. 20 years ago when I pastored in Indiana, there was a group of churches that called themselves welcoming and affirming. That's not what we're saying. Because to welcome and affirm would be Jesus welcoming broken sinners and then affirming that he wanted them to stay right there. He never affirmed sick, broken, or sin. This is the primary ditch that Christians and churches are falling into. This is the, the message that our, our culture leaves off, loves us too much to leave us there. This is what Carl Truman is talking about when he describes the rise and triumph of the modern self or people today are saying, I will speak my truth. I will find my truth by looking inside myself and my experience all are welcomed, no matter what. You can sit on that back row considering the claims of Jesus and the truths of Scripture for a long time. But then when you claim Jesus as Lord of your life, when you accept the gift of salvation that was purchased for you on the cross, He is now Lord of your life. He is your truth. And so at Cornerstone, we unapologetically call all Christ followers to obedience. When Jesus is Lord of your life, he is the king. You are no longer king of your kingdom. And so because of that reality, we unapologetically encourage, challenge. A Bible word for it in Hebrews 10 would be provoke one another, like urge, exhort one another to love and good works. When you claim Jesus is Lord, when you accept his invitation to surrender your life to him, he is now king of your kingdom. And so the path is John 8, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. He has set you free from the old you and set you on a new path. Second Corinthians 5, all things become new. You have a new freedom, a new path, a new eternity, a new heart, a new spirit. All things are becoming new. Ephesians 2, you were created unto good works that God designed for you. He has purpose for you. It's not you declaring your truth. It's you discovering what he has for you. Matthew 25, 
well done, good and faithful servant. At the end of our lives, we stand before Jesus and give an account of what we did with our salvation, what we did with this new life that he has offered to us. That is the beautiful message that we have to offer. And so every week, we're inviting all to hear the gospel, to come and experiencing a welcoming that transcends all of our sins, all of our past, all of our fears. And every week we're exhorting believers, those who have declared Jesus as Lord, to love and good works. You will not hear us comforting believers to stay in their brokenness and sin. Because of the gospel, because of God's love, because of our love for all people who are gathered, all who are followers of Jesus, we will call you to break free from that which no longer holds you prisoner into a greater freedom in Jesus. God welcomes you just as you are and loves you too much to leave you there. No wonder this has become quite possibly my favorite phrase at Cornerstone.